Hello and welcome to the TIFF podcast. Junior doctors have an important role in providing excellent patient care throughout the NHS. They can also have a role in improving health and well-being more widely and working with organisations outside the NHS to achieve this. The Public Health Community Fellowship offers Foundation Year 2 doctors an opportunity to experience working with charities to improve public health. I spoke to Sally James and Dr Rob Cooper to discuss this further. Hi Sally, hi Rob, Uh, thanks very much for joining the podcast. Could you please introduce yourselves? Okay, hi, I'm Dr Rob Cooper, uh, Associate Postgraduate Dean and Head of the Postgraduate School of Public Health in the West Midlands. Hi Shamil, I'm Sally James, Public Health Workforce Specialist at Health Education England working in the West Midlands. Okay, we're going to talk about the Public Health Community Fellowship. So could we just start off by um, explaining what the Public Health Community Fellowship actually is? Yes, the Public Health Community Fellowship Scheme um, is a scheme whereby um, community organisations in the West Midlands are matched with um, volunteer teams of junior doctors, um, Foundation Year 2 doctors, um, to deliver health and wellbeing projects out in the community um, and to do this under the leadership and guidance of a, of a specialty registrar. So how was this project started and how did it develop? This was a project that arose from the work done in London um, as a result of the London Olympics, the team up work, um, whereby uh, a small group of um, Foundation Year 2 doctors were, were, were supported in, in doing this work. Um, Wessex also have taken this on board um, and we in the West Midlands thought it was a great idea and we've expanded it out um, and changed it slightly for the West Midlands. And what sort of projects have been undertaken as part of the fellowship? We've had a number of projects. Um, In fact, we are just in the process now of setting out the new projects for the next round, but in the past we've had um, projects such as um, a... uh, well-being booklet and toolkit being produced for vulnerable homeless women based on the health issues um, that that population felt were relevant. So that's where the the, um, foundation doctors and the STRs produced that. We've had um, a school-based intervention to prevent uptake of smoking and to um, make the links between smoking and sight loss and to raise that uh, awareness amongst school children to try and put them off. Um, We've looked at um, well-being in prisoners and how um, physical activity programmes and the sports mentorship and coaching within those programmes has helped with the um, well-being of the prisoners. So there's been a number of projects, um, all many and varied, and all spread across the whole of the West Midlands. And what's the main role of a public health specialty (coughs) trainee? Well, they are the team leader, if you like, of a group of Foundation Year 2 doctors Um, and there's usually about four of them who do one particular project. So the STR forms the team leader, um, and they're basically there to to give technical advice, to give whatever support is needed when things need a a little bit of help, Um, and and they are seen as the first port of call for any help that the F2 doctors need. And, And what support do the STRs get? Well, they'll get support from their educational supervisors, obviously, 
Um, they also get a day's mentor training um, if they haven't already done that previously because they've previously participated in something similar. And they have a, a two-hour peer support session, uh, one before the start of the project and, and one while it's, um, it's running. Um, and of course, they can speak to STRs who have done this previously, and, and that's often the, the most useful form of support. And, and what have previous SDRs found were the main benefits uh, and challenges of getting involved? Well, I think it gives them practical, hands-on experience about how to lead a small team, which is often not easily accessible to them in their service work situations. Um, and of course, uh, pragmatically, there are two big areas of the of the curriculum that they have to get competencies in i.e key area nine and ten and this project fulfilled um, many of them and and what are some of the challenges that SDRs face when they get involved well i think that they have to manage the team remotely so in other words they're not geographically based in the same place as to where the f2s are nor where the project may be carried out um, and particular skills are, are needed to overcome those difficulties. Uh, and more and more, we all have to work like that these days. So I think it is good training for that changing aspect of everybody's work. Um, and I, I think also, although the foundation year two doctors have done this, have self-chosen to do a project like this, and so know something about it and are interested in this sort of area often public health can be a bit of a mystery to people who've been through medical school and done foundation year one and and so the STRs have to be the team leader and if you like help this group of, of, of foundation doctors realize that they can do bigger things you know they can make a difference I think that's really important and also it's, it's, it's important to say that the STRs themselves aren't doing the work, it's the FY2 doctors that are doing the work, it's the STRs role to oversee that and to make that happen and I would add that one of the challenges some of them have mentioned to me is that um, as Rob rightly says not, not all of the FY2s will have the same um, level and experience if any of public health and the um, uh, uh, knowledge around things like health needs assessment or health and well-being type projects so some FY2s might need more guidance and assistance than others and when we're working with such a tight time scale because this is only sort of over a four month December to April rotation then often um, the STRs might say they've had to chivvy more people along than, than than others which is all which is just like in life isn't it Rob in terms of when you're working with a, with a team um, that's just what you have to do. Yeah, indeed. And some of the organisations that they do choose to do a project with are easier to work with yeah. than others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe with the track record of having done other similar projects previously, they'll become very good organisations uh, working with future projects. And, and just to, to clarify for any international listeners, a Foundation Year 2 doctor is, is a fully qualified doctor in the second year of their postgraduate training. So as a Foundation Year 2 doctor, how much time will it take? Well, the commitment's between six to eight days overall. But all F2 doctors in the UK 
are given the opportunity to take a certain amount of study leave to have taster days in other specialties and those two together often give enough time to be able to do this um, if absolutely necessary one or two days of annual leave uh, you know are, are often chosen to be taken by the the, the, the foundation year two doctors um, the whole scheme has had full support from all of the foundation school system in the West Midlands with um, Health Education England West Midland team um, which is particularly important because this has facilitated being able to use the available study leave and taster days to add together to enable this to be done without um, well with very limited effect on the service that these doctors are providing in the specialty from which they're working most of the time. And what help will they get to understand public health principles such as needs assessment and evaluation? Um, they have an induction day where the principles of health need assessment and evaluation are described. Yes, and also obviously the STRs are a resource for the FY2s to pull on at any time. Um, and I think one of the key points of learning from our um, first cohort is that we need to put more into that um, and to, into that toolbox, if you like, that um, we speak about at the induction day, because I think that's that's where um, most of the FY2s might might have have extra um, learning needs, if you like. So it's a real challenge and it's a good challenge for the um, registrars to see how they can most effectively pass that knowledge on um, in a practical way so that uh, in the short timescale we have for this project we can really make some make some um, progress. And, and can taking part in this um, project uh, contribute to their e-portfolio? <clears throat> oh definitely um, and I think that there are many um, competencies and whatever um, which they pick up which are incredibly useful. Um, and I have to say, when we've had the day where everybody has come together and described their projects, yeah. the the work done and the things that these groups of F2s have achieved has been outstanding. You know, I was very impressed at our last prize giving day, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, uh, where they all got their certificates. Uh, and I have to say that um, all of the F2s did brilliant presentations and very clear presentations about their work and that's a, a competency that's required in its own right but they were so good that I felt that if any of them applied for higher specialist mm -hmm. training in public health they would all be easily recruited they were <laughs> so good. So as a community provider what kinds of projects can the team support them with um, and what are the benefits of being involved? Right, well, as I, as I mentioned earlier, there's a whole range of projects that um, the uh, community um, providers have, have put forward. And unfortunately, we couldn't do all of them because we just don't have uh, enough people. But um, the, 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 the projects that are coming forward now for this next round include everything from um, the West Midlands Fire Service wanting some help um, and research done into their, the, their safe and well visits. We've got... Um, Grow Organic, which is um, a Solihull-based horticultural project to improve people's mental well-being and, and, and um, reduce social isolation. We've got um, various um, Sandwell Parents for Disabled Children, for instance, they've put forward a, um, a very interesting project. So there's a whole range um, where the, this team um, 
can, can offer help. And I think in terms of benefits to the community organisation themselves, obviously, hopefully, they will see some improvement to the health and well-being of their service users. But they're able to access the, um, the many brains that we have from this small team um, who um, are offering their time and expertise uh, to, to, to deal with the health and well-being need that has been identified by that community organisation themselves. It's not something that we've... These aren't ideas we've put forward or the F2s or the STRs have put forward. These are ideas that have come forward from the community projects themselves. Um, and it also hopefully raises the profile of that community organisation with their clinical and their public health colleagues. So hopefully it's a win-win-win for all three, all three parties. Now that recruitment is underway for the next cohort, what changes have been made to build on the success of, of the first cohort? Well, as, as Rob mentioned, we're introducing these, these peer, um, peer sessions for the STRs to really um, help them at the start and throughout the project. And we are making sure that we are much more clear at the very start with the community provider organisations as to what we can and can't do in what is a relatively short time period. So then it becomes um, incumbent on that provider organisation to be clear what they, what they would want out of it. So I think it's just starting um, much earlier in the process. As with all of these things, they never um, they always take longer than you expect. So we are um, just setting off much earlier in the recruitment process to, to get that um, in train and on time. Um, we are, as, as Rob mentioned, offering additional mentor training to the STRs um, to make sure they're, they're, they're well placed um, to do what they need to do. Um, and just learning all the time from what Wessex and um, the London teams have found um, needs to be needs to be changed to improve things. Do you have any other advice for other training regions that may be considering starting a similar scheme? I think they should certainly consider it based on the positive experiences that we've had in London, Wessex, and now the West Midlands. Um, and it's particularly important to enable people to develop to a higher plane in my view and I think I'm sure other schemes would want to do that um, because what this scheme does is it gives doctors who usually work only in a hospital or a general practice setting um, experience of what it's like to work with charity, charitable organisations in the voluntary sector and also to see and give them the confidence that they can actually make changes to the whole system, um, which can bring enormous benefits in terms of the health of many individuals, you know, more so than just one person in front of them in a consultation. And is there anything else we haven't covered? I think um, watch this space because there will be presentations at the um, various conferences that we're seeing in the future and there have been uh, presentations and, and, and posters um, already about this. So um, yes, it's gathering pace and I, I think we need to watch this space as more and more um, areas across the UK take on this, um, this scheme. And I would imagine that after not too long, we will find that some of the projects get published in, in journals. Yes which will be both to the benefit of the individuals, of course, and the readers of those journals. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of learning from this project that could be shared more mm -hmm. widely. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, well, thank you both. That's been a, a really useful discussion and really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. <clears throat> thank you.
If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also discuss this and other episodes on Twitter using hashtag PHDevelop, where you can also suggest topics for future episodes. Thanks for listening and hope to see you next time. Thank you.